talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is the second installment of Tidbits. Monique and I are back this week. We're talking about more strange, funny, heartfelt, just different stuff that's been in the news that isn't making major headlines. So we just laugh and talk about different stuff. Um, I want to give a big shout out to my friend Brett in Washington. He sent me a very, very awesome message this morning, said that he is loving the podcast and um, actually shared it on Facebook and was trying to get people to to listen. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening, Brett. Um, And uh, thank you to everybody else who's listening. I hope that you guys enjoy tidbits and enjoy this episode. All right. Well, are you ready for round two of tidbits? (laughs) Tidbits. (laughs) South mouth. Child mouth and tidbits. <laughs> I just, I always want to sing this out, like going down to South Mouth, going to have ourselves a time. <laughs> That's probably like some sort of copyright infringement. So probably, I won't Although, include that. I mean, if it is a parody, I don't think that. Oh, all right. So this week's tidbits. 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 So I don't know how to say this woman's name. So I'm going to butcher it, but we're going to go with Isolin Naibo. Sure. She's the Minister of Trade and Industry in Norway. Okay. And she made a public apology to Norway for 2020 being an hour longer due to daylight savings time. Which I thought was fantastic. Yes. I feel like there should be always a public apology for yeah. anyone who has to turn that clock back. Right? So she's like one of her duties includes implementing daylight savings time. So her official statement was, as minister of time, I strongly regret that 2020 will be another hour longer. This has already been a very demanding year for many. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the minister of time. Yeah, that sounds pretty, pretty That's awesome. That's a righteous fucking job right there. If I was minister of time, I'd be like, 2020 is coming to a screeching fucking halt. And we will reconvene when right. all of this shit is over. Exactly. No one ages. <laughs> Everyone just pauses right here. Yeah. Do what you want. Fuck this. We'll regroup. But so, yeah, that I just thought that that was fantastic. My sentiments exactly that this it sucks. It's an hour longer, but also serves as a reminder that Sunday is daylight savings. So I know it's already dark. I know. So, yeah, enjoy that, guys. Things are about to get a little bit worse. (laughs) So for some more inspiring news. 
A woman in Maryland went skydiving for the first time at 102 years old. <laughs> it was it a what do you got to lose at that point? I think so. And she survived, so that's good. Good for her. So Vivian Millie Bailey is a World War II veteran, which I love. I and love her. And she sounds like a flapper. Right? I know. I right? just like and she she's just yeah. doing the fucking Charleston. I can see it yeah. in my head. It's just flapper happening. Baby. Yeah, so Millie, which Millie. just everything about this is amazing. I wanna just put her in my pocket or have like a fanny pack for Millie and just have her with me all day. Yes. Just sounds amazing. I agree. Yes. She was being an inner uh, Jesus Christ. She was being interviewed for a show she was being called Interviewed by Jesus Christ. I don't think yes. so. Yeah. You and need he, star pack. And checking. he was like, Ever been out of a plane, my <laughs> child? <laughs> So that's how he talks. <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> so not by Jesus Christ, but she was being interviewed for a show called Honor Flight Heroes on the American Heroes channel. But the so she was being interviewed about being a veteran and the producers asked if she had any bucket list items that she wasn't ever ever able to cross off. And she said that she had never been skydiving because um, she couldn't afford the fees to do it. So the producers paid the fee and they ended up featuring her jump like on the episode. That is the best. And she Thank said you that, those that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was great. And then she said that she was actually inspired to go skydiving by uh, George H.W. Bush, who went skydiving at 90, but I, I never knew that he did that. Yes, it was on that. I remember when he did it, they did a something thing on it. What, what was what were we talking about last time? It was the the everybody has a I can't think of the name of it. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Just beautiful segue, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> now to the section of Tidbit. I fucking can't remember a word. Right now. Just one word. <laughs> so there's an American teacher. His name is Wesley Barnes. Um, and he actually works in Thailand. I'm not sure if, if it's been settled yet at this point. So forgive me if it's all said and done. Jesus. Um, but he was facing jail time and some pretty significant fees for writing a negative review on a restaurant on TripAdvisor. What? Yeah. A Thai hotel filed a complaint against him um, for posting what they described as false and defamatory reviews in regards <laughs> to a corkage fee that I, I saw it was somewhere between like 16 and 22 US dollars. But I guess the manager was a dick and he got charged his fee and wasn't happy. So he wrote a bad review on Google and TripAdvisor. And so he was facing up to five years in jail. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked. Let me tell you, somebody burns your chicken. You're going to think twice about being like, don't eat here. I, I, and I guess they were starting mediation or whatever and trying to settle. And he had to issue a public apology and all this shit. But I was like, can you imagine spending like five years in jail for a Yelp review? For getting pissed at a cork fee? You'd really rethink that fucking uh, email real quick. Yeah, right? Half the... U.S. would be in prison because everybody's oh. so quick to, like, review and complain about shit. 
if the world hasn't completely ended and you're going to travel outside of the country at some point, just keep your shitty comments to yourself. And keep your $22 extra for your cork fee. I mean, just, just expect it. Just a heads up. You're going to have to pay a corkage fee. Yeah. I mean, because one thing about living here is you can say whatever the fuck you want for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's good. We can say whatever the fuck we want. So good, good for us. But man, yeah, don't go somewhere else and try doing the same thing. This story you're going to love. Are you ready? Yes. This is going to tug at, tug at your heartstrings. I don't know about that, but... Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so... Jesus Christ has a lot to do with this conversation, I think. I know. Ooh, yeah. Millie! Let's jump tandem! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ghost Jesus. Let's do I it. I promise we'll end. <laughs> uh... So, anyway, back to this really heartfelt story. A woman in Pennsylvania, her name is Wanda Humphreys. Her house was destroyed in a fire in April. Hmm. Not the not the fun part of the story, okay? So, she lost a dog and two cats in the fire. Aww. But she was notified recently that one of the cats was alive. And had been rescued, and they were reunited after five months apart. Oh, and that's so good. The cat's name is Hope. Get out of here! Nope, get the hell out of here. That is too fucking precious. I to know. Be real. Yeah. So she got this. She thought that like all of her animals had been killed in the fire. On top of like losing her house, everything. Yeah. She lost her three little babies, but she. Got a call this month from the the Humane Animal Rescue, and um, the cat had been found um, in, by the, the Pittsburgh Animal Care and Control. Really? That's so cool. Found as a stray, and, you know, she was microchipped, so they were able to contact her and be reunited. So I don't know what Hope was up to for five months, but she thrived on the streets and was reunited with her owner. Get your pets microchipped. Yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. Microchips are good. So just a, just a, f- a friendly reminder for that. So you think the cat was like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. And then like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I've been you know, doing like, fine. Yeah. I don't fucking need you. All right, these aren't these aren't as, as fun and entertaining as last week. Oh, no. I think they were, they're, they're funny. Well, may, I mean, Macy really... Macy really just drove it home last right. week, you know. Macy and the in the dad fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Macy and the dad fucker really kicked things off on tidbits last week. But it's actually <laughs> a perfect segue because Macy was the Guinness World Records holder that we mentioned last week. So she's got the world's longest legs for a female and a teenager, two records, jeez. But so this is another world record holder. In the U.S. for height. Yes. So Brandon Barrage, who's 28 years old from Winchester, Tennessee, was certified as the world's tallest firefighter by the Guinness World Records. There's a category for everything, folks. Wow. Tallest firefighter. Okay. Mm-hmm. How tall is the tallest firefighter? Six feet, 11 inches tall. 
Okay, I was I was wondering if it was going to be like oh nine foot four. I was going to be like how. <laughs> Do they just have him stand outside the building and pull people from the windows? I'm not. Yeah, there's no ladders on the trucks anymore. It's yeah, just... He doesn't need it. Yeah, can you imagine? My cat's in a tree. I got it. Move. And he just like, yeah, move. Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you, you're supposed to stay low in a fire, right? Yeah. Unless he's so... above the smoke, you know? <laughs> like, uh... He's so tall. Yeah, how does he get down? I don't know. Like, I would think... Because the article that I read said that, you know, his height helps in certain cases, i.e. critters and trees. <laughs> but I would think that his height probably complicates a lot of things. Like, you got to crouch. You got to yeah, get in tight spaces and fit through things. I, I don't know. That's that's tough. So um, you think him and Macy could meet on Tinder or something? God, I oh, hope. She's she yeah, she's got to turn eighteen. But when she does, they're a match made in heaven. So the last news story, I saw this on multiple places. So this was a real hit in the UK. A twenty-one-year-old college student named Rosie Cole had to. Well, she got stuck in a dryer. Okay. <laughs> let's just what let's just start there wait what 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 the yeah okay. she got stuck in a clothes dryer so listen i'm a child of the 80s so i'm used to people getting stuck in refrigerators mm -hmm. but not fucking clothes yeah dryers. and it I'm was sorry. a front load so if you need the visual <laughs> what <laughs> so she ended she ended up getting stuck in a dryer and had to be rescued by firefighters so these all these all tied together it wasn't the world's tallest firefighter. So yeah. Rosie and her dipshit friends were drinking wine and tequila. First of all, ew, why? gross. Yeah, why? Why would you Coors drink Light and Fireball? Yeah, I get it. Wine and tequila, you're going to vomit, number one. But also, apparently you get challenged to fit into a dryer and you're like, okay, sure. So that's what happened. She's like, "Hey, hold this, watch!" And then she, she apparent like went in legs first, and so she got her legs and her hips in, but she had crossed her legs like inside the dryer, and then couldn't get them uncrossed. No kidding. So she was like walrusing, basically like out the front of the dryer, like with her, you know, the top of her body out, and could not get her legs free. So her friends, after a certain amount of time, were like, we got to call the fire department. They're like, I don't think I can yeah. do this. If you hold She's on, like, let me get someone. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. Everything just went tits up. <laughs> <laughs> so she's stuck in there. And it took her, it took him like 20 minutes to get her out of this. And <laughs> wait a minute. It took yes. firefighters yeah. 20 minutes to yeah. get her unstuck? I would have panicked because, you know, when you get stuck and then you're like, ha, ha, and then you start to freak out. Like, I am pretty claustrophobic. So I it's like the Chinese finger cuffs. You know, you're like, ah, ha, you know, and then you can't like you panic. <laughs> but she was head. Wait, wasn't she head out? Yeah. So like the front of her body, like her arms were like holding her front part of her, but like a top part of her body up. So she looked like a, a walrus, like seriously coming out of this dryer <laughs> so they eventually got like chairs for her to lay across but her legs and like 
butt down was like stuck in the dryer. Yeah, so they eventually got her out and had a good strong laugh. <laughs> More strong <laughs> yeah, drinks. Did a shot of tequila and then a glass of wine. Got alcohol poisoning. And <laughs> <laughs> but dry as a bone. Uh, but so her friend Lydia was quoted as saying, <laughs> I will never stop making fun of her. That was her quote <laughs> in the article. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you, uh, Lydia, because you shouldn't ever yeah. stop making fun of her. And maybe, Lydia, also, next time you guys are hanging out, don't drink wine and tequila. Maybe. And yeah. dare each other to fit into appliances. Maybe. So. Hey, good thing she didn't close it because you know who would have been like, oh, I dare you to turn it on. <laughs> Just a low tumble, really. <laughs> low temp. Maybe pan press. So this is a perfect segue from Rosie, the drunk dryer girl, to this week's This Week in History section. Oh. So first on my list is Prohibition. On October 28th, 1919, prohibition was enforced in the U.S. So Congress passed the Volstead Act, which provided for the enforcement of the 18th Amendment or the Prohibition Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. So Americans were growing concerned about the the effects of drinking and started forming like temperance societies, which were becoming really powerful politically so they were having a lot of pull obviously with politics and so in december of 1917 the 18th amendment which prohibited the manufacture sale or transportation of intoxicating liquors for beverage purposes was passed by congress and then sent to the states for ratification um, and then in january of 1919 prohibition became law and the Volstead Act was then passed nine months later, which actually provided for the enforcement of prohibition. So all of these agencies and police were then supposed to block all of this alcohol, which they were not able to do. You know, this did not go off smoothly. <laughs> yeah, it totally worked. It didn't create like the worst mob issues in no. history. I mean, it was really, it was great. Yeah, I mean, you know, your great little idea. local sheriff was able to stop large-scale distribution of alcohol and, you know, fight organized crime there. I mean, it was, it was perfect. <laughs> Those were great tasks. Yes. Force. Yeah. They're like, Billy, shut the fuck up. Let our truck through. And he's like, okay, 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 guys. Okay. And, you know, it really backfired for the poor women who's, you know, her, whose husbands were coming home fucking drunk every day and being the shit out of them. Now they just didn't even bother to go to the bar. They just came home to be the shit out right. of them. Yeah, now they're just pissed off and not drunk. Obviously, it did not go well. And in 1993, or no, it wasn't 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill Clinton was like, y'all, we need whiskey. <laughs> Hill, Hill's telling me that we need to get some booze back in the White House. Um, but no, in 1933, the 21st Amendment to the Constitution was passed and ratified, which repealed prohibition. 
basically that was the, we really fucked up. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it went that prohibition, like in my mind, I thought that it was just like a couple years of like, well, we tried. Um and that was like ridiculous. It, was, what, yeah, 15, it, it went from 1917 to 1933. So that was not great at math, but it was a while farther, yeah. than, more than more than I thought. So, yes, we'll go with that. That would be that would be 16 years. Oh, be, thank you. A beautiful mind. <laughs> That's me. I can, I can add 17. <laughs> I can remove 17 from 33. <laughs> Next on This Week in History, this week. Um, so on October 29th of 1929, the stock market crashes on Black Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to have another two Black Tuesday in a few days, so I don't know. <laughs> Yikes. Hopefully not. Hopefully it'll be fucking yes. Sky Blue Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking y'all Tuesday. <laughs> Sparkle Tuesday. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna need prohibition Wednesday <laughs> for sure. Um, so Wall Street investors traded over 16 million shares on the New York Stock Exchange in one friggin' day. Billions of dollars were lost and it caused the US to just kind of spiral into the Great Depression. So basically during the 1920s, the, the stock market expanded way too fast and it reached its peak in August of 1929. Unemployment skyrocketed and so it left stocks basically just in excess of their, their actual value and the market collapsed due to low wages, a really weak agriculture and a ton of bank loans that that just couldn't be liquidated. So stock prices started to decline in September and like early October 1929. People freaked out. They panicked. And on Black Thursday, which was October 24th of that year, over 12 million shares were traded. Yikes. Um, go get a drink. <laughs> yeah. They jumped out of buildings instead. They couldn't even go to the bar. What the fuck? Well, prohibition hadn't been repealed yet. Nope. So the following Monday, the the market just went into absolute free fall. And the next day, which is known as Black Tuesday, is when the, the stock prices just absolutely collapsed. So it took the U.S. about 10 years to actually come out of the depression, the Great Depression that followed. And that's that's another one that like I I really in my mind the Great Depression was like a few years, but when you have the dates mm -hmm. right in front of you, and it's like no, it was a decade of struggle bus times. Oh shit, for those people, yeah. Those are for for all of us continuing to learn. That's right. We're about putting knowledge into our noggins. Exactly. My final this week in history was the death of Harry Houdini. So, October 31st, Halloween of 1926, Harry Houdini died at the age of 52. Now, if you don't know who Houdini was, he was a magician and an escape artist, but he died in a Detroit hospital from peritonitis. 12 days before he passed away, he, was, he had been in Montreal for a lecture 
at a college and after the lecture he was talking with a group of students and he was he was just kind of bragging about the strength of his stomach muscles and his ability to with withstand like really hard blows to his stomach so out of fucking nowhere one of the college students just ran up and punched Houdini twice in the stomach as hard as he could like what a fucking dick the punches ended up rupturing Houdini's appendix he didn't know that at the time but I picture him just like (laughs) 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 that was a good one Uh, you know like fuck you dude yeah I told you I was fine yeah (laughs) How how bad did that hurt your hand? So <laughs> I'm wicked. <laughs> but so his his appendix burst, but he didn't know. So he ended up leaving Montreal and started to get sick on the train ride from Montreal back to Detroit. He ended up performing one more time and then ended up just being so sick that he was hospitalized. The the doctors at the hospital tried to operate, but it it was too late. The appendix had burst and had poisoned his system and he ended up dying on halloween so very sad for anybody who doesn't know the peritonitis is an inflammation of the lining that covers the stomach muscles and the the organs so yeah yeah so just a heads up guys if you're hanging out with college students don't be like (laughs) do you know how strong my stomach is and how hard it can be hit with things because that's just an invite for dick to punch you multiple times in the stomach in the gut so well that's all i have for this week in history yeah but i do have one little just like hey did you know thing and this was actually suggested to me a long time ago by my sister jb she's technically my stepsister we both have the same name i fucking get it blah blah whatever but shout out Jamie. She had asked me one time about olive oils. But she was like, what's the difference between all the fucking olive oils that you see in the store? And I was like, uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> a really good question. So I did a little research. Do you? Do you know? Do you know about You mean like the difference between like an extra virgin and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, there's like regular pure olive oil virgin olive oil extra virgin olive oil and then there's like eight thousand varieties that range from like three dollars to twenty dollars yes you know what i mean it's like the olive oil obviously is just the oil that you get from the fruit of olive trees there's there's usually like refined and unrefined so the refined is treated to remove flaws from the oil the unrefined is is pure and untreated and it it's not treated with any chemicals or affected by or you know altered by temperature in any way so the word virgin indicates that the the olives were pressed to extract the oil no chemicals or heat were used extra virgin olive oil is the highest grade oil that you can get it it denotes that the oil is made from pure cold pressed olives and it's usually got more of like a a true like olive taste yeah and the smell too i like uh, extra virgin so much better (laughs) like it kind of depends on how it's going to be used because 
the pricier, like really good, like extra virgin olive oil should probably be used more for like dressing or dips, you know, like dipping bread or cold dishes. And then the just kind of regular olive oil would be used more for actual cooking and baking. The better the oil, actually, the quicker it burns. Mm -hmm. So it's not really good for for cooking. So with olive oils, you kind of start with regular or pure olive oil. Um, and then you go to light olive oil, which doesn't mean it's like got fewer calories. It just means that it's got a lighter flavor. So that's kind of a misconception. And then you go to virgin olive oil. And then extra virgin olive oil is like the yeah, a little greener, a little darker. Yeah. Like I'm not going to fry chicken in olive oil. Right. And you're certainly not going to fry chicken in extra, extra virgin virgin. olive oil. No. Unless you just like pissing money and burning your fried chicken. Right. Oh, and so, you want it to taste like olive oil. Yuck. Yeah. Who the hell wants that? Yeah. Not this guy. I like the little extra 10 bits at the end. The little, the little bits of tids that we're going to bring you every week. Tidbit you didn't know. <laughs> so that's that. Nice. Interesting. I always feel like I walk away knowing something more. Yeah. It's good. All right. Well, other than Halloween, doesn't seem like there's anything else really coming up that's important. So no. next week, maybe. Yeah. You no, know, the election and all. So if you haven't already voted, vote. Please vote. Do it. Vote. 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 Yeah. Vote or keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Those are your options. Yep. So vote. Vote. Yeah. Just vote. Cool. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Facebook at Know What I Heard Podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. Tell your friends. Just spread the word. I'm trying to get as many listeners as possible. So if you guys like the podcast and can help share it, it is greatly appreciated. So take care, stay safe, and until next time, hey, know what I heard?